Hi, everyone, and welcome to the 43rd episode of the Professional Book Nerds Podcast presented by Overdrive. This is Jill. Hi, Adam. Hello. How are you? I'm doing great. How about you? I'm good. You want me to talk about the episode? I do, I do this every time. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> we plan ahead before we start recording these things, and I always mess up. Uh, so today's episode is a second young adult genre episode but it's not just young adult no in fact christina who's one of the three people whose voices you will hear talks about is it new adult that they call it yes so it's basically ya titles that are meant for a little bit older young adults like starting at 16 or so Mm -hmm. and as we've talked in the past lots of people read ya no matter what age they are correct i do yeah i do too i my wife reads them almost religiously, and yeah. she is not a young adult. Well, she's a young... Oh, man, I'm just going to stop right now. I'm not going to talk about a female's a age who's not even here who I'm married to. Um, she's very young and wonderful. Do we need to start over, Adam? I, no, we're good. I'm just going to power <laughs> through this. Um, anyway, it's Christina and Sydney and Andrea who are all really good friends, and they have a really good rapport and they interaction. They yeah. They're a fun little... What did you call them? A three-headed sass monster. That's what it was. Yes, yes. I was quite proud of that <laughs> in the moment. So, um, yeah, how can people get a hold of us if they want to chat? They can find us on Facebook and Twitter, mm-hmm. and then they can email us directly at feedback at overdrive.com. We've gotten some really great emails as yeah. of late, so we, we love getting those and hearing what you guys are reading. And speaking of things we've seen that are really great, yes. uh, so we came across as a team team here at Overdrive, there is a website that we found, and it's called overdriveisawesome.com. We did not make that URL. We did not. But we're not, not ours. We're not mad about it, but we want to give some love to the people who did. It's a Girl Scout troop in Austin, Texas, who uses the Austin Public Library, and they made this this site it's like a blogs. I don't It's just... I imagine it was maybe like a project they had to do for some kind of... Yeah, that's probably, and then they just, it kind of took on a life of its Maybe? own. Maybe? I don't know. It's so amazing. If you go to overdriveisawesome.com, again, we had nothing to do with this, so full credit goes to this Girl Scout troop. They made a song about why they love Overdrive. They have pictures of their pets reading ebooks that are all like related to the it's, type of pet. I can't even. It's, it's so good. They have all this information and they talk about how much they love their library and I. <laughs> It's so cool. Agreed. We're going to try and I want to buy all the cookies from them now. I know, exactly. (laughs) Like, if a Girl Scout comes up to me in the near future, be like, would you like to buy some cookies? I'm like, actually, I'm getting them shipped from Austin because (laughs) we have the greatest... Uh, Seriously, you should mail us. Yeah, <laughs> Set up yeah, an online thing. Yeah. We will buy all the cookies yeah, from you. As if you haven't done enough already <laughs> making an amazing website, <laughs> please also send us forms. We'll buy all your cookies. Um, so anyway, if you have a chance, check out overdriveisawesome.com. Again, we had nothing to do with it. It's just adorable and wonderful. And they, these Agreed. girls are the coolest. Agreed. I want to be friends with them. Me so. too. Um, anything else that people should know about or anything that I'm forgetting? I usually am forgetting things. <laughs> uh, we have lists available for all of the titles. You can get them in Marketplace, on Overdrive.com, on Pinterest. So if you hear one of the titles that sounds interesting um, and you don't have time to write it down, if you're driving or whatever, you can always check back on Overdrive.com and figure out what that title was. Yeah, and one more exciting thing, we're not going to announce any names or anything, but we have started a partnership with our local library system, the Cuyahoga County Public Library, to do some really, really cool interviews that we'll talk more about 
a little bit down the road. We but will. Suffice to say, we got big things planned for fall and winter that yes. we're both very very excited about so um anyway i hope you guys enjoyed this episode of the professional book nerds podcast Hey, everyone, this is Adam from Team Overdrive, and I am very excited today because I have what I am going to lovingly call a three-headed sass monster with me. <laughs> um, <laughs> you've heard all three of these voices on the podcast before. We have Sydney, Christina, and Andrea. I will let them introduce themselves in a second so you can hear their voices. But we're going to be talking about young adult books today for a second time. But this one around, we're going to do the very literal young adult like kind of middle (laughs) teen type of a situation so first off i will let you guys introduce yourselves one at a time and i want you to tell me your favorite food and or movie as you go so yeah i'm putting you right in the spot this is my new favorite thing to do with everyone here you're all like terrified right now all right go ahead sid Alright, I'm Sydney. I am a training specialist here at Overdrive. My favorite food is sushi, which I just had for lunch today. And uh, my favorite movie is... Oh my god. Thanks, Andrea. She said she wasn't actually going to talk to me directly today, but she just failed there. Because you can't. My favorite movie is uh, Before Sunset. Before Sunset. Okay, well, I just want to point out, you had a mid... Workday sushi lunch. You are you're living large. That's a treat yourself yeah. moment. I mean, it's from Giant Eagle, so let's not get yeah. too excited. But it's still pretty good. <laughs> All right, Christina, you're up next. You can just give your favorite category of food if you would like. <laughs> yes. Okay. Hi, I'm Christina. I'm a marketing specialist for education. Uh, my favorite category of food is cake. Yep. Yes, All it kinds. is. Love cake. Love fruit cake. Not fruit cake. Fruit in cake. Not speaking. Yeah, fruit cake fruit is cake. a garbage. It's dessert. Food. It's garbage dessert it shouldn't even be considered dessert i'm frankly offended that it even entered my mind um and then what was the second thing I was what's thinking? your favorite movie oh okay um probably wreck it ralph i can't help that it. is i i'm christine and i are very good friends and i can confirm both of these things are true in fact one of my favorite things on earth is watching christina eat cake because it's like she's having her last meal and it's amazing she's just very I believe it's, desserts should be had by all you it's her know. cake you never know. All right, Andrea. Um, Andrea, I'm an account specialist for schools. My favorite food is also sushi, but <laughs> I can't eat it until November. It's been a sad six months. You can technically have vegetarian sushi. It's not the same. I know. I'm just who a want, little... As a vegetarian, who wants a vegetarian sushi? That's <laughs> pathetic. <laughs> Give me the mercury. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> and my favorite movie is Gone with the Wind. All right, I thought you guys would struggle with those way more, so well done. Well, to be fair, I went last, so I had a lot That's of time true, to yeah, think yeah. about it. Well, if you asked me my favorite food and favorite movie, I probably wouldn't be able to do the food. Movie is Chasing Amy, and it's I don't... It's a good movie. It is a good movie. It's a great movie. It's my favorite movie. But food, I don't... I couldn't tell you. I don't know. Anything I make. I feel a, like your favorite food would just be coffee. Coffee? <laughs> As I'm holding a cup of coffee. I'm very, very infrequently away from a cup of coffee. Um, sleep-deprived overworked all those good things all right let's get into the reason people are actually listening to this podcast which they is want to know all about my favorite food. they want to know all about andrew's favorite food and also a bunch of book recommendations so what we'll do is we'll talk about the books that you have read in the relatively recent past first um or just favorite 
young adult books. Uh, we will start with Christina. Okay. Um, I just mentioned to Adam before this got started that I wanted to talk a little bit about the new adult category, which is suddenly becoming quite popular. Um, I've noticed, I did a little bit of research, a lot of publishers market new adult to like 16-year-old plus, which mm-hmm. I think is so funny. It's like, you know, that's when you really can be hit with the hard stuff, apparently. So, um, I just read a couple of books, actually, in this category. Um, the first one is 99 Days. Um, it's actually told about an 18-year-old. She is caught between two brothers, so it's a little cliche, and I was a little unsure about it when I was going to read it, and um, it actually is pretty good. It's told over 99 days, so every day is a chapter, and um, the part that I enjoyed about the book is, like, it starts out as this, like, terrible cliche, and it goes all about how your reputation, especially when you're young, is all you have, and, like, everything gets exaggerated, and everything gets, like, blown out of proportion, and... It's, they're really quick to blame the girl. When you're 18, you fall in love, like, every other day. So it's, like, it's so interesting to have this, like, put into a story and have it, like, really explained and have the girl be, you know, a victim and the problem and have it mm-hmm. explained in a really good I really enjoyed it. I, yeah. thought it was, I thought it was good. Who wrote that one? Um, that's a good question. I'm trying to find that. Sorry. Um, that's okay. For, if people, if, that's all right. There will be a, a list in the information page of this podcast. If you just kind of take a look at that while you're listening to it, we'll have the actual names, but I don't know if you happen to have it pulled up. I didn't mean to put like you on the spot. I'm sorry. Kujigo. I don't know how to pronounce your last name. That's okay. That's all right. Well, it, we don't, we don't, it's all right. I don't have it. That's okay. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to find it. It's driving crazy. That's all right. Uh, well, how about this? If you want to take a look, we'll bounce over to Andrea and you can talk about a book that you uh-huh. have enjoyed recently. Uh, well, the book I just finished was A Thousand Pieces of You. By Claudia Gray. I'm sensing a number theme here. Ninety-nine days, right? You oh. just said that. Pay attention, guys. Sorry, Andrea's multitasking. She's literally reading a book while we're doing this podcast. I, I, I closed it. I promise. <laughs> yeah. All right. Anyway, um, your book. Go on. It's called A Thousand Pieces of You by Claudia Gray, mm-hmm. and it's a story about this girl whose father is murdered by one of his um, not interns, science. I. Apprentice? Apprentice of Apprentice? Uh, sorts. Sure. Sure, that sounds cooler. Okay. Um, and they've actually developed the ability to time to travel between dimensions. Nice. And so that she has to track down her father's killer with the other apprentice mm-hmm. into these al- alternate dimensions. They go to like a Romanoff dimension. They go to like a l- dimension in London that takes place at the same time, yeah. but their technology is really, uh-huh. really advanced. Kind of like Rick and Morty. It's the second time. Kind of like Rick and Morty. Okay, I, this is, I just, I wanted to mention Rick and a Morty again. Less, a little less. Crude? Yes. Yeah, I wanted, this is the second time I mentioned Rick and Morty, and the first time I mentioned it, I don't remember who was in the podcast with me, but they had no idea, so I was just taking a chance that you've heard Joe's of it. Joe's actually watching, he just binged that whole first It's the. It's first so good. It's, it's such a, a good. Tune, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's okay, amazing. I know what it is, okay. Yeah, anyway, um, I'm sorry. But continue. yeah, it was really, it was really cool just to kind of see how she twisted all these dimensions. Yeah. And made her life different and. Is it a standalone? Um, it's a trilogy. The third one comes out this November. It's a YA book, so it's probably yeah. not a standalone. <laughs> it is, by the way, Kate Cortunga, who wrote 99 Days. Nice. Andrew was correct. And the whole interdimensional thing, so that seems to be kind of popular lately with um, yeah. Dark Matter is uh, like a New York Times bestseller right now by Blake Crouch. Blake Couch. We, we've talked about it a few times on the podcast. A few people here have read it. And it is. It's a New York Times bestseller right now, but... That's something I want to. I'm going to ask you guys later. Is what kind of like trend or type of 
why a book you'd like to see because I feel like things are very cyclical. Like first there was all the vampires and then there was all the zombies and post-apocalyptic. all the post-apocalyptic <laughs> post. It's hard to say. It's hard to say. Get it out. Post- the world after the apocalyptic. Post-apocalypse. Yeah. So maybe we're maybe we're seeing like a interdimensional like sci-fi kind of a kick here. Well, that's the nice thing with interdimensions is you can do whatever you want because yeah. it's. Yeah, there's no, no, re, yeah, right. new, no repercussions. Yeah, like exactly. the one the Romanov survived, and the Russian Empire is still a thing. I don't like that at all. Man in the High Castle. Have you guys ever read that? I no, but I think it's hit. I'm just gonna let you explain it. I'm not it's, gonna. I don't know. If it's, I don't know if it's. I actually don't know if it's YA. It's not. It's, it's not. It would be. A, it's more adult. Well, yet. it's still a book. It's a book, um, <laughs> and it's also a TV series on Amazon. It's about what would happen if um, uh, Russia, not Russia. Germany there it is. and the, like the Chinese won World War Two, mm-hmm. and it's like twenty five years after World War Two has ended. Japan, God, sorry. Japan. I'm sorry. I a- swear, I studied history. An Axis power. An Axis power. She's an English major. I know, and um, it's really interesting. And like, there's all kinds of like undercurrents and there's some elements of science fiction in it that are really cool. If you've not read it, you should. And just to bring it into a young adult version, there's actually an author named Ryan Groudon, who I did interview in her book, Wolf Wolf by Wolf and Blood by Blood, or Blood for Blood. They are along the same lines. Hitler won World War II, and then there is this motorcycle competition kind of a thing that it basically is involves taking down the Axis powers. And so it's kind of like Man in the High Castle... Plus Mad Max, plus strong female lead, YA. YA. Sprinkling of YA. I probably really did a great job of selling that. Maybe they should just go listen to the interview with Ryan. Yeah, pause this. Pause this. Go listen to our interview with Ryan Groudon from a few months ago. Come back. We'll wait. All right. Welcome back. (laughs) Nailed it. Oh, I'm so good at podcasting. That was amazing that we all were quiet. Yeah, it was a really good job, everyone. everyone. All right, Sydney, do you have a a book you'd like to talk about a little bit here to jump in? Sure. So um, I haven't finished it yet, so don't write in and spoil it for me. But um, I'm reading American Girls by Alison Tom Petty. No. (laughs) No. He wrote a book in a big top hat. Yeah. Um, Lots of stripes. (laughs) So um, I liked it because I have been reading a lot of sort of I'm not really into dystopian future novels. I hate. I'm going out in the first wave of the zombie apocalypse. I'm just letting you know right now. I'm so not is Christiana. Repopulating, not repopulating or high five that. No just way. Just kill me. It's fine. Cyanide pill. Me. My thing was you'd always survive. No, no, no. She it thinks she would I always survive, but it depends on the scenario. If it's zombies, kill me, or mm-hmm. let me become a zombie, because mm-hmm. that would be fun. If it's like cold, like the road esque, <laughs> definitely like just. Leave me behind. Right. I would, I, I would pull that mom and be like, "Bye." All right. Part of my task today was to keep you guys in line, so I'm gonna just cut you off there. We're gonna get back to Sydney and her book. Three-headed sass monster. Three-headed sass monster. So exactly. This head is reading American Girls by Alton Uminger. I think I hope I'm pronouncing your name right there, Alton. Um, I liked it because it was really. I'm liking it because it's really different from a lot of the stuff that I have been reading. So I've been reading a lot of like book four, book three in this series, obviously YA series. Mm-hmm. Um, in order, I hope. Yes. <laughs> That's just where I am in the You're process. Very confusing. Yes. Just where I am in the process. She so right now, um, I'm just, I'm not too terribly far into it, but I'm really liking the style. It's very dreamy. So it's sort of taking the like, so girl is tired of, she's sort of like moving into adulthood, coming of age story. So she's tired of the way her life is headed. So she steals her mom's credit card and 
heads on out to LA to hang out with her sister, but it ends up not being like the idyllic life she thought she was going to have. And she's like researching the murderous Manson girls mm. and like kind of going on to movie sets. And it's like a little bit creepy, a little bit sort of like, you know, dreamy, boardwalky. Um, but I love it so far. So very, very good point of view. Um, that's what I'm reading currently. Everything else I'm reading is not YA, which is unusual for me. I'm usually pretty much YA only. That's okay. Yeah. Thankfully, we have two other people here who probably have some more books to talk about, I'm guessing. No, I'm pepped up. Oh, my God. Andrea, stop it. You literally have a, like, a encyclopedia over there. That's not the word. And then I toned it down. I know. I... Maybe and that stuff I have read, but none, like nobody's gonna be like, "Wow, I've never heard of that book before." It's gonna be like, "Oh, okay, yeah, I read that know. like four you years ago." That's okay. Book. Okay, books oh. are evergreen because they're made out of trees. Trees. Aww. Look at that. Oh. Thanks, guys. Or that they're on Digital. tablets. Yeah, they never ebook. Inspire. All right, Christina, next. Um, I read Anne Brashear's *The Here and Now*, which actually is really interesting because it ties into that dimensional time piece mm-hmm. that we were talking about. It was written in 2014. Okay, so here's my problem. Or was it written was in it another t- time? Oh, yeah, What's up? Yeah. What is up? Oh, so <laughs> I'm laughing in too deep. Too I'm deep. laughing so hard. You guys are so funny. Uh, t- <laughs> talk about your book. Um, it's called The Here and Now. I was excited about it. Uh, actually, um, Sarah, who was on the podcast with me, talked a little bit about this in her uh, portion. We talked about dystopia. So it definitely fulfills that dystopian-esque uh, but it's definitely YA. Um, it's Anne Brashear. She wrote Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants, which is one of my... I said pants really yeah, I know. I just... <laughs> I wanted to... I was trying not to laugh, but... So, sorry, uh, where are my pants? My pants. And I, that is one of my, to date, favorite YA series. I loved it. Um, so I was really excited about it. And I will say the writing of the book is phenomenal she's a great writer she establishes that from the beginning she always has been the book itself falls a little flat because there is um she sets it up really well so it's like basically the world in the future has been overrun with mosquitoes and there's a blood plague and they figure out a way which is so scary because right now like this is it guys um um, they they figure out a way to travel through time so they essentially come back to before everything started to go south, which was 2010, which is mm-hmm. so interesting because now it's 2016. And, um, of course, there's the boy that she meets right away. And it's like insta-love. And it's really hard for me to swallow that because I'm like, okay, so he just loves you and he's loved you for four years. Like, it's does, just he ha- like does he have an awesome YA name? Yeah. Brother child. What's his name? <laughs> Hold on. No, it's like Ethan, that, Evan. That works. Those both work. Jacob uh, with a K. Oh, God. Uh, it's like, it's, yeah, it's like Ethan or Devon. Evan. <laughs> Her name's Prenna. But, oh, um, so that was my only issue. It's like, I, I thought the writing was really well. And she did a really good job kind of setting up the whole, this is what does us in. Mm-hmm. But then there are a couple plot holes is what I'll say. I would give it probably three and a half stars out of five. Okay. But definitely still really well written. Like, if you're yeah. going to read it, you're going to feel like you you read something really intellectual because she's just you know great writer yeah and I, I would rather have maybe a plot that isn't super exciting but is an incredibly well-written book as opposed to a book where like within the first 30 pages you're like wow this is a really cool idea and oh my god is this terrible writing yeah. like, right you can get through a maybe a little bit slower plot if the book itself is written really well so and i do think that's where YA authors like toe that line like some are really great authors and some are all of them are really great authors but some are like really great storytellers 
and some are really great writers. Yeah, it's, like, you're not, it's all right. We're not calling anyone. We're, we're not like hot taking anybody okay. right here. You can say that. I mean, there are books that aren't. Well, that's where up I have snuff. to like. That's that's what makes me read a YA book. It's like if the writing's not good, I'll stick with it if the story at least mm-hmm. holds my attention. Yeah. If the story could be better, maybe in this case, the here and now, I think the story could have been stronger, but the writing was so well done that I could, like, stomach it and get to the end, because Andrew Shears is a great author. You want to see her through to the end. Mm-hmm. I still like Sister of the Traveling Pants way more. But... That's okay. Pants. Pants. <laughs> Pantaloons. Andrea, next. Um, one I just finished was called, it's called Rebel Magisters by Shanna Swenson. Oh, that's a, those are, those are both, that's a fun title and a fun right? author name. Um, and it's not an alternate dimension, it's an alternate history where okay. America lost the revolution, mm-hmm. but we lost because the people in, we lost, like I was there, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> um, because the British, like, lords mm-hmm. have magic. Ooh. And it's taking place a couple years after, I don't even think, I don't know if we even fought in the revolution. I think it's just the way the world was. I thought you meant in real life. I was like, I no, was that's like, super wait, wait, happy. No. <laughs> Um, we didn't per se. And yeah. now people are revolting because the magic, you know, British lords uh-huh. are abusing their power. Yeah. And it becomes kind of like a techn- technology versus magic. Mm-hmm. And like, hmm. it's very alternate and very, it's very, it's very interesting. interesting. I do want to qualify, by the way, the Ryan Groudon books that we talked about that you went back and listened to their podcast on. Those are alternate <laughs> history. That's not alternate dimension. I don't want to get people Let yelling at me. Let me break it down for you guys. A-U, A-U is alternate universe. A-H is alternate history. Uh, she, she leaned in <laughs> all, like, proud just to get that in there. Listen, Krista's off. She's a, she's a successful image. Of course she's going to lean in. Oh, uh, that's right. God. Great job. <laughs> anyway, getting back to the magic. That book sounds really interesting. I would they, definitely It is. I, it I do like how she kind of spins it. How she spins the history. Mm-hmm. And she makes it not just like colonies versus England, but like technology versus magic. And mm-hmm. That's really who cool. Who wins? Well, I guess oh, I don't know yet. Who wins? wins? I want to know. I want to know. They're still fighting. We're supposed Obviously, to... No. Yes. Christina, we're supposed to tell win. people about books because we want them to read them. We're not and supposed then, to give them the, the yeah. Titanic I'm just saying, a hot take. Yeah. Magic's going to win. Like, yeah, I'm but saying, we're not supposed like, to give like, the, This isn't Wikipedia where you're like, oh, I just want to know what happens in that book. We don't, we're not here to do that. Astronauts vs. Cavemen. Astronauts vs. Cavemen. What? <laughs> Was this like, the, the, that <laughs> Ultimate Warrior show? That I mean, used just to, think yeah. about it. Who would win? Cavemen or astronauts? It would be really tough. books that do that. Have you ever seen those books that's like alligator versus mongoose? Yeah, well, I love this those are amazing. <laughs> no, I've, I, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> that's what I'm reading right now, guys. Yeah. That's okay. what I'm into right now, right mongoose now. is really coming in hot. Yeah. I don't know what's going to happen. All right, Andrea, do you have another book? Because I know you have the longest of the lists. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um, there was, there's also Revenge in the Wild by Michelle Modesto. That takes place in the Old West. Nice. But they have um, it's kind of a steampunk element. Mm-hmm. And this girl, her family was eaten by cannibals. <laughs> cannibals are hilarious. Yeah, okay, all right. Um, and she lost her arm because they ate half of her arm. Okay, sure. And it's all about how she's now living with this inventor, scientist, professor. And then mm-hmm. the cannibals come to town masquerading as rich people and she's the only one who believes that they're the cannibals and everyone else is like no they're I just these normal rich people I love this so, I love I'm the premise of this. this her arm was eaten by cannibals what YA book out there doesn't start so, with that I'm so, excited so you can correct me if I'm way off base but I'm picturing a cross between <laughs> Hugo for the steampunk uh-huh. uh The Hills Have Eyes 
Okay. And Back to the Future 3. Yeah. I'm so good at describing yeah, books I haven't read. The book cover is like this girl standing there with like someone like chowing yeah, on her. And she's got arm. like a metal arm. Sure. Of course oh, she does, right. Cyborg! Cyborg! As one does, yeah. So also the Terminator, please add. Please add. Yes. So, oh, plus Terminator. Terminator, which is really good for alternate dimensions. <laughs> oh my god. Also AD history. AD, yeah. Because this is an eight. This is an eight. What was the name of that book? Revenge in the Wild by Michelle I'm Modesto. This. I'm is that a series? I assume. No, it's a standalone. Really? Uh oh. And it was it was kind of one of those books where when it ended, I was like, oh, I could go for another book, but I also am very content. Mm-hmm. So it ended, with the way it ended. We don't want to talk about endings. I'm not. I just say so. It did end because she knows how I feel about. She. I don't. I don't read series if they're not done. Oh, you. We we went into this on one of your previous podcasts. Um. I have another book. Please. It does not involve cannibalism, but... <laughs> cannibalism? <laughs> What's happened? cannibalism? You, really you put tired. the wrong emphasis really on the wrong tired. syllable. I'm really tired. <clears throat> it's called Even When You Lie to Me by Jessica Alcott. And, okay, hot take. It's about a student who falls in love with her teacher. Okay. It, it, here's my problem See, with I've it. I read one of those books once, and having been in the education system as a teacher, I was like, no, this, this is not how this here's would work. This prob- is... I liked it because, no, okay, I liked the idea of it. I was like, whoa, this is a book that I don't see done very often. And, like, what I, what I enjoyed, the female protagonist is really awkward and shy. And, like, half the book is spent detailing how unattractive she is. And it's like, okay, mm-hmm. this is not something I've seen done very often. And, like, her friend is, like, this really attractive, like, would be in a regular YA setting, the main character. Mm-hmm. Um, and she has this English teacher who comes in and really pays attention to her and like really helps her come into her own and then there's this like whole element of where they like start to have a relationship and, and she kills him <laughs> and she bites off his arm <laughs> into the old west but here's the thing i think like this story would have worked if it was just this like little spare element on the side that she had this kind of like feelings for her teacher and then i think if i could have written the ending it wouldn't have happened mm-hmm. it would have been more like they it's realized it was illegal and moved on yes. with their lives. It almost felt like towards the end. Like I won't get too much into it. It's not. It's not creepy in that sense that it's meant to feel creepy. But I think it's hard to read it and not feel creepy. I guess because I'm an adult reading a YA book about a teenager sleeping with their teacher. But it's just what I enjoyed is that they focused so much on her growing up, and mm-hmm. I think that that was really well done. Like that piece of the story was really well done, and how just like difficult it is to be 18 and not be the star of the show and like have to just like exist in the background yeah it was just that was part was well done but if you're you know gonna be creeped out don't read it (laughs) so there's two books now i don't want to read also hey cannibalism is funny cannibalism (laughs) cannibalism is a random metal arm cannonball run look she needed an arm sure and and it's steampunk that's like the best steampunk is the best way that like people can be like amputated or disfigured because in steampunk instead of it being like a hindrance it's just like yeah they told like one of their eyes was lost at birth so we just gave them a laser shooter like everything is (laughs) everything about steampunk i love it so much just like they broke his leg so instead of trying to fix it they just gave him wheels it's like i love every oh steampunk is great two examples is his own segue i think two yeah i think two examples is enough for this joke segues Oh, oh my goodness! God, you said you were 
you're tired. I am. It's not tell. That wasn't a very good job. No. Hey, I forgot that I read another book this year. I'm just kidding. I read more than that. I promise I'm literate. I swear, but this is why I... What you got? I, you probably already talked about this, so I won't go crazy, but I, I mean, this is going to come as a giant surprise to all of you that I read a study in Charlotte by Brittany Cal- we, we haven't talked about this. Oh, yeah, tell us more. I mean, <clears throat> Charlotte Holmes meets Jamie Watson at uh, Sharonford, Connecticut uh, Prep School, and they're, you know, descendants. Don't make that face. I, there I, just said that you that you I know you would. Sherlock, know you that's would. crazy that you what? love that. She, Sydney likes I Sherlock. I say I loved this book, but I read, I said that I read this book. It was okay. It wasn't bad. I liked, I've always thought it would be interesting to see Sherlock as a girl, and that mm-hmm. happened, and I think that she got the personality traits across pretty well. Of course, it's Charlotte Holmes number one, so there's more coming. Um, I'll be interested to see where they go with it. But, I mean, it was a pretty traditional mystery. Mm-hmm. YA was pretty good. Um, I obviously look for every possible in jo- Why did everything get so quiet? You guys were just listening. Like, I'm really, I'm but I couldn't tell if it was, like, an enraptured or, like, a stop-talking-you Wrap it up kind of thing. <laughs> Um, I mean, obviously, I'm looking for, like, every detail. And did they get this right? And did they get that right? And um, she did. I think she did a really good job of kind of so encapsulating like a, the character. Is it like a boarding school? Yes. So it's a what school. is her room number? I don't remember if it was 221B or not. It Unacceptable. Well, it's like the, the easiest way to... It make... is, except that they're descendants of the original Holmes and Watson. So they are, they're they not going to bring into a they lot of that They exist in the same universe. But, but, but the prep school is like Sharonford, which is what Sherlock Holmes' real name was supposed to be before Conan Doyle. Okay, so that's a so good little yeah, Easter egg. So there's egg. some good little, yeah, there's some good All little right. things in there. But they're like friends and then they kind of hate each other but there's sort of an attraction and it's kind of like oh I've seen this slow burn slow burn it's slow burn my favorite kind of Sherlock story um but yeah so that was that was pretty decent and, yeah, I just love your like breathless like it's just my favorite it's my favorite kind it's my favorite, favorite kind. Kind. I love I love slow burn um and then did you guys read great the um great Gatsby yep yes that's exactly what I was gonna say please read the great Gatsby uh grave mercy by Robin Lefevers? No. Look at you. Teenage nun assassins in fictionalized 15th century Brittany. Hang on, hang on, hang on. I have to read it. I want you to repeat that so that our listeners... I promise. Please be clear. (laughs) Go. Teenaged nun assassins. Fictionalized 15th century Brittany. It's amazing. So it's a trilogy... The first one's called Grave Mercy. I'm actually finding the other ones right now because all of them have great. Would games. you would you call them heroes in a half shawl? Oh, oh, no, I would God. never say oh, that. Hey guys, this is Adam, host of the Professional Book Nerds, and I will be here all afternoon. The doors over there. You can, yeah, you can just let yourself out. I was trying yeah. to work my way through that, as you said it the first time. I thought it was awesome. So terrible. No, it was great. No, it was great. <laughs> I love that. I love this kind of wait, wait, the trilogy is uh, is his fair assassin. So it's uh, Grave Mercy is the first one which I've read, Dark Triumph book two, and I'm not through Mortal Heart yet, but each one follows a different non-assassin. Non-assassin. <laughs> non-assassin. There's more than one is the so best good. part. Because well, they, they all go to, to you can't. Like, good. They don't, it's not an Abbey. What do they, what does she call it? Um, the well, Stabby? No, it's a con- Oh my god, it's convent. Yeah. But they all no, serve. No, no, no. I said the Stabby. They all serve the, basically stabby. the same. I'm not going to laugh at that. 
Okay. I'm just kidding. I was poking you to show you stabbing in action. You couldn't see that. Well, yeah. Anytime <laughs> we can do a vi- anytime we can do a visual thing on our audio medium, it's really good. It's for pretty it. well done. It's great for mm-hmm. podcasting. Right. Yeah. Right. All right. I'm super in on that. Yeah. It's so they're they're pretty good. That's amazing. I love it. All right. Let's. I'm so excited for all these like to be TBR TBRs. I'm gonna have you two. You guys both have a few more. I'm assuming, right? All right. I'm gonna have you go rapid fire through them a little bit. So. Give us the title and then maybe just like a sentence or two about it, why you like it, and then oh, I will get to some other stuff. But I want to make sure we get all these recommendations in. Um, I read a series called The Royals, uh, actually recommended by Brianna, one of our training specialists. She just joined the team. Uh, it's uh, The first one's called Paper Princess. It's about this girl who uh, starts off kind of on the wrong side of the tracks, finds out that she actually has a guardian who's a gazillionaire mm-hmm. and uh he takes her into his home it's a mansion he has five sons of course there's like angst and like all this great stuff and she's like falling in love with the one of the older brothers and there's all kinds of stuff and like there's this prep school and she has to navigate the halls of these like rich prep kids i would say it's like cruel intentions meets whatever the equivalent would be right now so gossip girl it's like cruel intentions meets gossip girl it has a lot of elements of like just really angsty drama but it's not overdone uh, the third one comes out in October. Uh, that's Paper Princess, Broken Prince, and then the third one is called Broken Palace. I'm really excited about it. It's a really easy read. It took me like a day to read two books in this series. It's really quick and it's it's really juicy. So I okay. like it. Mm-hmm. What else you got? Keep going. Um, I didn't have anything else prepared. I got really that's excited okay. about that. No, I thought you had like a list, so I wanted to make sure you got through all of them. All right, Andrea, sitting over here all coy and like <laughs> waiting for my turn. It's your moment to shine. Um, I'm also I'm going to recommend The Dead House and And the Trees Kept In by Don oh, Kurtagich I was going to talk about In the Trees Kept In the, the, I was going to ask you guys the best books you've read this year because I mainly I just wanted an excuse to talk about Don one more time but continue yes I would recommend both of those because they're amazing they are amazing <sighs> and I don't want to say there's there's nothing with the way her mind works there's nothing wrong with the way her mind works but the way she writes in paper books yeah. novel, you're like oh it's just psychological thriller is the best. Now that I'm best friends with Dawn Kurtagich, I can tell you that she has a totally normally wor- normal working mind, and it makes no sense because the books she writes are haunting. Right. But she is, like, the most bubbly, outgoing, wonderful human. I'm going to probably send her a message after this and tell her we talked about her. And, like, they're just they're creepy, and you're up in the middle of the night, and you're like, what is happening in the world? You, you question everything, mm-hmm. not even just the words she writes, but about your own life. You're like, well, yeah. my life is a lie. Yeah. <laughs> everything is wrong, and nothing yeah. is what it seems. I define a good book when I talk with her on our podcast. Go listen to that one. We're not going to wait because we're going to keep going. But um, <laughs> I define a book like that I really love with her as like a book that you think about a long time after you finish reading it, and and the trees kept in, which I now read like five or six months ago. I still think about all the time. You read the Dead House yet? No, because I am not emotionally prepared yet. See, I I did like and the trees crept in. Mm-hmm. I loved the Dead House. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm going to read it. I have a, I'm downloading these right now. From the they're bed. so good. Oh, it's they're so they good. Are. It's a good like transition into fall, like the sweet. It's a, they're they perfect are. fall oh, books. God, I love, oh. I love Dawn, I love you. And I think You're I read amazing. The Dead House around Halloween last year. Yeah. So on top of watching all those horror movies and then reading this book, I didn't mm-hmm. sleep for like a week. And then, and then when you read In the Trees Crept In, you were sending me like late night Snapchats, like freaking out about the book. <laughs> and then I did the same thing. Joe was like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm snapping at him. He's yeah. like, why? I'm like, you wouldn't understand. It's not a big deal. Don't worry about it. 
All right, keep going. I know you have more books. Oh, I do. Um, what else have I just finished? Um, I finished Lionheart by AC, AG Gone. <gasps> yeah, you finally finished it. AC Gone. There's too many AGs. Um, Pivot Point Split Second by Casey West. Uh huh. They are. Um, they take place in our world, mm-hmm. but they are this like colony of people who have powers. And this one girl can see into the future of her, like her, if she takes a two different paths, like, mm-hmm. if I have the chicken salad, what's going to happen today? If yeah. I have the turkey sandwich, what would happen? And oh my like, god, those were my two lunch choices today. Which should you go with? <laughs> chicken salad. Oh, well, now you know. So she can see, like, the ramifications of her decision. So her parents are divorcing, and her dad's going to go live with the norms, and she has to decide if she wants to stay with her mom in this compound or move with her dad to the normal world. Mm-hmm. So it's all about... Or living these two paths and then having to decide which one she decides to take. It's like the musical If Then, but with magic. But with magic. So that was really good. Um, And I thought of one and I forgot what it was. I'll shout it out later. Okay. (laughs) All right, so I want to ask you guys before we get into... Actually, do you guys have books that you are excited about? I'm seeing some heads. Okay, first off, can you think off the top of your head your favorite book you've read this year? I know. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to put you on the spot. What are you doing, I, I know. I what love putting... Do you know how many books I've read this year? I, 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 what, is it like 79 or something now? 76. 76. Yeah, exactly. You're I'm bananas. I'm almost done. Whatever. It's almost 77. Whatever. And The Trees Crept In is mine by Don Krutagich. It's amazing. Well, let me um, look at what I've read this year. That's okay. We don't have to... Uh, sorry, I got really I got really excited and then I, I don't want to say that one. <laughs> you guys have no problem picking your favorite food and movie, but... Right, books are different. Books are... I don't know. I mean, I really okay. like Lucky's Girl Alive, but that's not why at all. It's been Jessica Noel. It was so good. All right. We'll come back to that. Let's go through the books you're excited about reading in the near um, future. So we'll start with Sydney. Okay. Um, so let me pull it up. So I am looking for something a little bit lighter okay. before I get into and trees crept in because that's clearly happening, even though I can't find on Overdrive right now. Oh well, my gosh. Well, I need it more collections. At the time of this recording, it's not out yet. Yeah, but oh, but okay. at the time of Pre-release. but at the time of this recording, I have a copy of it, and so does she. Yes. Personally signed by her. Whatever. With a video. With a video that I recorded with Dom. This is all super unrelated. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, since now that you guys are busy throwing your business around, um, I'm excited to read. Even though it's not super new, it came out in May. The Square Root of Summer. Um, it's a delectable romance, oh, but it's got that. a little like time travel in it a little bit of broken hearts it seems like it might be kind of a gentle book um <laughs> that's not what i've heard really i've heard it's <laughs> uh, not, not like scary no. horror but like right heavy horror not horror heart heart-wrenching oh i don't necessarily know that i want heart-wrenching i'm gonna read it anyway because it sounds really good um, and then, what's the other one? Here, go to Christina, and I will pick Christina, up what's a book that you're excited about reading in the future? Um, the Architect of Song by A.G. Howard. She wrote the Splintered series, which we talked about. Go my book! <laughs> it came out on okay, Monday. Um, it sounds really good. It's about this, uh, It's I think it's going to be a four-part series, so I know that going in, which is good. And it's me a, for that. Um, uh, the... The female um, protagonist is deaf, and she's imprisoned, and um, it just, it sounds really good. And it also kind of has, like, it's kind of weird. Like, we're all having, like a like, ghost. Yeah, and all these themes. It's kind of, like, seems like it has, like, a haunting, ghostly element, which Mystery. I have a hard time oh, got reading. It. I have a hard time reading those books, because, like, I'm actually reading The House of Leaves right now, and that's really terrifying, but it's so good. So, 
Um, yeah, I'm trying to avoid scary things because with pregnancy you get very vivid dreams. Mm. The past two nights I've woken up convinced someone's walking up my stairs and knocking on the door. Hmm. But they weren't. Oh. No, the, the dog didn't react. The husband didn't react. So I'm like, well, clearly I'm hmm. either losing my mind or having... Or Quinn sees it. Somebody, yeah. Stop. All right. Um, <laughs> d- did you find whatever you were thinking of? Well, it's you're going to laugh at me because we talked about it last time we were there, but um, it doesn't come out until later. But obviously, Strange the Dreamer is coming out. Strange the Dreamer by Lainey Taylor. Taylor. Why can't I if say that? If you can't say her name, you're not allowed to interview I her. Listen. Listen. I will you know get it right by the time I interview her. Okay. Strange the Dreamer by yeah. Lainey Taylor. Taylor. Super excited. All right, Andrea. Well, the book I'm most excited for, mm-hmm. slash terrified of, <laughs> is The Beauty of Darkness, which came out August 2nd. It's the third book in the Remnant Chronicles. Mm-hmm. It's also the final book in the Remnant Chronicles. And as I mentioned last time, for books that are last in a series, mm-hmm. I am not the rip the band-aid off girl. I am hide and run away in a dark, yeah. and hide in the dark corner and pretend it doesn't exist girl. I still haven't read the third uh, Red Rising book for so, that exact reason. once I finish my current read, I'm going to kind of, I don't want to say force myself, but force myself to read it, mm-hmm. because I'm petrified to read it and find out what happens, so yeah. that I also, it's one of my favorite series and need to find out what happens. Well, yeah, I mean, you've come in this far. It, that is such a weird thing, though. You're like, oh, I love this thing so much, I don't want it to end, so I'm not going to read this book. It's been pre-ordered <laughs> for months. It came on, no, I, I'm, you know, release day. and I understand. I'm saying I understand your feeling. It's just a funny thing. I'm just so scared, and I see all my friends tweeting about it and how they was great, and they loved it. I'm like, so it might be okay, but... Mm-hmm. Do you have others to get you off of the sadness of that book? Um, well, no, the other ones don't come out yet. That's, well, that's why, that's fine. Well, there's Empire of Storms by Sarah J. Moss, mm-hmm. which is the sixth, sorry, the fifth Throne of Glass book. Uh, I have a lot of series ending this year. Are you okay? No. <laughs> well, fortunately, you're having a, you're having a human, so you're not going to be able to read very much lately That's or true. in the near future anyway. So. And they all come out before her due date, so I would have no excuses to be like, "Oh, I have a baby, I can't read," because yeah. I've I have plenty of time. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Others that you guys are excited about, or are those all of them? I don't want to um, cut you off. It's okay if that's all of them. I'm still too... I mean, if you wonder why I'm on my computer and my phone right now, it's because I'm writing all of these down. Well, again... Oh, my gosh. Okay, two things. Again, audio medium, they can't see you on your computer. And second, I tell tell our end users and listeners all the time, go to overdrive.com slash explore. I'll have this full list. If I can't get... If I can't get the people sitting next to me to go to my list... Adam, listen... I want them right this second as we're talking. By the time this posts, your list will be up. It's not up while we're talking. Because when I'm doing it. Unbelievable. Okay. <laughs> so the one question I want to ask you guys before we get out of here is, like I mentioned, that everything is very cyclical, it seems, in Young Adult. There were zombies and then and vampires and time interdimensional travel stuff. Is there a type of Young Adult book that you would like to read that you haven't really seen anything of? I want the truly unhinged characters. Mm-hmm. Like, they don't have a jealousy or a power motive. They are just crazy. Wild card. Crazy. They want you- Psychopathic. So you want a young adult book about the Joker? Yes. Oh. Yes. <gasps> I know. Origin story about the Joker. I'd read that. I know. Um, Lee Bardugo, Sarah J. Maas. Yeah. And I, I knew you were going to say Lee Bardugo. I don't remember the last 
too. They're all writing like Wonder Woman and Batman mm-hmm. kind of stories. But I, I want like someone who's just a psychopath. Yeah. And I just want them to be murderous and crazed, not because they're after anything, just because that's mm-hmm. that's just the kind of person they are. You're gonna be a great mother. <laughs> <laughs> She's just gonna grow up knowing all facets of the world. There that's you all. go. You guys. I mean, a clockwork orange. Oh my god, Murderous, terrible just, just read that while she's in the womb. <laughs> uh, how about you two? Um, I, I don't know. I think I would really like to see... Um, probably a little... I don't know. I'd like to see... like I don't feel like there's a lot of YA books where there's just not a lot of romance. And it's just like... Mm-hmm. I, I would like to see more YA books about what's really going on. Like, I, like some, that's what I liked about the books that I kind of talked about. It's just, like, it's a story about someone going through something. It's, there's no, like, crazy element that, like, comes in. Like, I want to see more stories about teenagers being teenagers. But, like, I don't know, just, like, mm-hmm. overcoming something that they have to overcome regularly. Like, there could be added drama. There could be, I guess there could be some romance. But I don't know. I just want to read about, like, just a strong empowered teenage woman just getting through life. Not having, you know, magical powers or, like, six guys after her. Right. I don't know. I do like the idea of something that doesn't necessarily have romance as a base, especially if it's coming from a female protagonist, because guess what? That's not all we care about in life. Um, so I will piggyback onto that, but I think secondarily, I would like to see more um, magical realism, so something sort of like Night Bailey. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like everything's pretty much normal, except this is happening. That's totally weird. Like everything's normal, except zombies run your 7-eleven so like i would like basically i would like kelly link to write some ya okay that's what <laughs> i'm right. looking for i also want to see a villain win mm-hmm. well that would be cool not like so like in the joke the joker so origin yeah, yeah. your unhinged character yeah. actually um, learning a lot not, about you today kind of, not like where it's like they're like a gray area they're kind of a villain but they're also kind of a hero yeah but like the straight to be like I'm going to take over this kingdom and I'm a psychopath. And oh, I did. Yeah. And you heroes didn't stop me. Mm-hmm. I want... I, I was kind of rooting for the Darkling in the Grisha series by Lee Bardugo. Oh, I'm not yeah. going to lie. I was like, I really yeah. hope he wins. Well, he mm-hmm. was a super compelling character. He was. I mean, like, he, he was the most... That's what happens when your second... Your secondary... Air quotes. Your secondary character is outshine your... Well, we'll ask Lee Bardugo all about this. What's this we? It sounds like it's just going to be you. Oh, she's just kidding. It will be. Oh, no, just I'm going to be there. I just can't say anything. <laughs> oh man, I'm so good at giving away interviews that I'm going to be doing later in the year. Um, I She's want. She is coming here. I want more ghost stories, like mm. scary stories to tell in the dark mm-hmm. from when we were growing up. I want a young adult version of that. It could be a series of short stories, like a new scary stories to tell in the dark, because I know that there are three of them. I want something like that. Sweet. I'm picturing like. There's always these ghost stories where like the big twist is they were dead the whole time, like Sixth Sense. Mm. I would like one where, like, the reader knows that they're dead initially, but the ghost maybe doesn't or something. I don't know. I just, I would love a, a YA version of Scary Stories Tell in the Dark, like, now. And there's so many, like, stories that you could use, like the Slender Man that already exists on the internet and, like, all these different, like, memes and stuff that are out there. backwards. Yeah, exactly. There's a bunch of stuff I think we could do. More, so. Yeah, more ghostly stuff would be cool. Yeah. Also, stories. that's entirely because I could not be more ready for fall. And <laughs> I'm like Mr. Autumn Man, so. Which could be a, a scary story. That's a good name. So, that's a freebie for any author out there, Mr. Autumn Man. Um, Alright, we need to get out of here because I 
didn't do a good job of keeping you guys wrangled <laughs> in. Uh, any parting words or any anything you guys want to say before we go about our days? Uh, I'd really like to see a book about Grendel dating from Beowulf. You, Wouldn't that be fun? You do love Grendel. I love Grendel. Alright. Alright guys, well thank you all for joining and and listening to the three headed Sass Monster of I think Andrea. We kept it pretty tame. Yeah, it was yeah, pretty tame. Tried. Yeah, I think there was more like glances that no one could see and eye rolling <laughs> as opposed to as I'm staring at Sydney like you It's always me. Yeah. Alright, well, thank you guys. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Professional Book Nerds Podcast, and goodbye. Bye. Bye. Readers can sample and borrow the titles mentioned in today's episode from Overdrive.com, and our library friends can add these titles to their collections and marketplace. Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records.